0: Take me there. Hi everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Carmen Shields. And that was a short clip of a song called Going Back, written by Zara Alexandra. And she is the guest on today's episode. But first, I wanted to ask you a few questions. What if we paused for a moment and asked ourselves... What else is possible? Not really looking for an answer, simply choosing something different for your life. Because we all have a choice, right? So this podcast is an invitation to you. To do the thing, do it messy and do it anyway. Discover something new about your life each and every day. Get curious about your life. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? I am so happy you are tuning in today. I have a very special guest, Zara Alexandra. Zara is an agriculture loving and inspired sing- singer songwriter who comes from the Blue Ridge Mountains, creating songs inspired by her family, her immigrant father, and love of people. She's lived in a couple different places, from a bookstore in Paris to ranches out in Colorado. Zara is such a genuine and kind person whom I've gotten to know over the years and inspires many with her singing and songwriting. I'm so grateful that she said yes to coming on to the podcast today and I think you'll really enjoy today's episode. Welcome Zara, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Carmen, thank you so much. That was, oh, I'm so touched by that intro.
0: I'm just like, okay. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I'm happy forever. Thank you. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about creating amazing possibilities through music. Okay. As you are yeah. a musician, you write your own songs, and you have recently come out with a new album. We'll talk about that later on. But okay. I wanted to start with just a background of who you are and how did you get into mu- music business in the first place?
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm still trying to figure out how to get into it. It feels like it's ever evolving and the people that work in it that I know, I think would say the same thing. Um <laughs> I think I got really lucky because I have really amazing friends and a really strong musical community in Tennessee and like or kind of organically started like at home. There's kind of, there's a really strong roots and Appalachian music from bluegrass and old time. And so I grew up in those kinds of circles and listening to old music that were basically old folk, that folk music that was passed around. Anyway, fast forward some time, I was in school in East Tennessee, and then friends of mine kind of progressed in the music industry. And They kind of pushed me to do it. I definitely, not kind of, I wouldn't have been able to do it without good friends that were like, you have to do this. (laughs) You know, you're just hoarding music. Yeah. So honestly, just if I'm being truthful, it's a supportive family and good friends is how I got there.
0: (laughs) That's such a great story. Did you grow up singing and writing music? I, I did. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny because
1: some of the songs that are on this album I wrote when I was like 15. And some of them I wrote like, I don't know, a year before, but there's kind of a I just have like over 100 songs that like we're recording a new album um, in May that I'm really excited. Just kind of like keep the momentum going. Um, But it's always a mixture because it's always kind of been my therapy of writing music. So I have so many songs that I need to record. (laughs) So they're half old, half
0: new. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're new to people who have never heard them before. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a little bit selective at who, who you allow to hear your, your songs before they're out? I don't think I'd be too selective. I
1: think I never want to feel like I'm bothering people. That's like something that's really, really ingrained in me. But there, I do have those friends or the, the mom who's like, send me every new song you write and and so I do have like that like short list of people who like are asking me anyway so then I'll just send it to them but I don't think I'm selective like yeah I think first and foremost I, I never want to be that person who's I don't know playing when that without people wanting to hear it there's sometimes I feel like people just like play music over people and I just I never want to be that person like if someone asked me to I totally will but only when the time is right or Or if we're all doing it and we're sharing. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So is that one of your favorite genres, bluegrass music?
1: Yes. I would say like folk and old time. And I think blue, I don't, I don't, don't quote me on this, but there's an old time, which is bluegrass without solos. Um, so everyone plays together and I'm, what I was going to say, don't quote me on is that bluegrass was born out of old time because that's just kind of like when old time jams would come together. So basically, you know, like everyone in this County, all the fiddlers, all the banjo players, you just come around and you play. And that's kind of how I watched, like watching old men pick. And that's how I learned how to play guitar. So I think that it, I don't know. I think that I, I love all music from, Probably what I listen to most and like feel in my soul, the mo- like maybe the most brings me home. But I also, you know, love rap and I love punk and I love rock and roll and, you know, music of the world. I just they all inspire me. So I don't know if I would say that's probably the closest to home.
0: I love that music of the world. What was it like creating this album I know you mentioned you had already sort of written the songs so what was it like creating that very first album and what's the story behind the title I'm really curious
1: so um I had a really hard time coming up with the title everything I thought of I thought was just really corny and (laughs) I went home for Thanksgiving and around the south and also I mean I think it comes as far west as like Oklahoma and Texas there's this native tree called the Osage Orange Tree. And growing up, I always thought of it as, we called it the brains tree. And like drops these big fruits that are like, look like green brains. And (laughs) my mom and I were taking some like grass, old grass from the past year and like from centerpieces for big Thanksgiving dinner. And she's like, oh, we need, we need the brains for dinner. And, um, so we went and like picked Osage Oranges that had fallen down. And I was just thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, these are like the essence of my childhood and this, you know, this family property farm. I don't know why it's such a distinct memory. And so then I was like, well, this is kind this album's kind of about my home. And it's kind of like sad in some ways and also not sad. And so Osage Oranges coming down is just, I think it can be interpreted interpreted in different ways which I liked (laughs) and it was true to its place so but you asked what it was like making the album and to be honest it was so magical I could never expect have expected that like my little diddlies in my room could have been like real produced things so that was a really cool um experience but I at the very beginning and you I'm still trying to come into myself and be comfortable with this because it's. I was really shy about these things. I still am. <laughs> so I'm working on it. But when we first started, I was totally terrified. We actually went back and re-recorded some because I thought that I could hear myself shaking, and I was like, I can just hear myself shaking. Can we please redo that? And he's like, I don't hear anything. But if you, if it means that much to you, and so <laughs> we rec- there's a couple songs we re-recorded because I was just. I mean my friend got like real professional players and we we're in the studio and I just felt like oh my gosh imposter syndrome what am I doing <laughs> you know but now I'm I'm excited for the second one cuz I know what to expect and I feel like well heck we're di- I mean I'm trying so something's happening I don't don't need to be self-conscious about it
0: yeah you're getting that momentum going yeah <laughs> that's awesome it sounds like you have a really good group of Friends that are always encouraging you and showing you the possibilities that you can create through music.
1: Yeah one one hundred percent agree
0: <laughs> agree. So other than your your small close group of friends, who are some of the people who have helped you and inspired you most on your journey?
1: Yeah, that's oh my gosh, so many people. I've, I feel in general, I love people. And so I feel like I'm inspired by even little stories I hear that people I don't know. (laughs) So it ranges from that kind of broad spectrum to a very intimate one with um, both of my parents. I'm really close to both of them. And I think, you know, you can't always pick your parents and doesn't, sometimes you you don't luck out. And I think that it's really important though, that when you do that, you really acknowledge it. And I totally lucked out. They're like, the most selfless people I know, to a fault almost, they just led by example and just loving and doing what you can for others. And, and so sometimes I I think I felt self conscious about music, because I was wondering, like, I don't know if I'm doing enough for others, like this feels kind of egotistical to me. And they kind of said that, you know, music is kind of a sharing of the soul. And, that's you shouldn't feel that way and so i'm i'm trying to rearrange those feelings and not feel like that but it's hard sometimes yeah i would say my parents um i used to work with a lot of refugees and i just feel like you know i was closer with some of them and not as close with others but i just feel like the resilience of people inspires me and the kindness of others, and also like the angst of, of young people. And I mean, there's so much, there's a lot of horrible things in the world. And so you have to like, kind of look at those sides of things.
0: So <laughs>
1: people in general, as it turns out,
0: <laughs> they all inspire me. You seem like you have such a open heart and you're so very humble and connecting. You're just open to connecting with people in general, like you said, from hmm. all over or from... All walks of life. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. So on these episodes, I like to ask each of my guests this very specific question. And mm. it's about creating amazing possibilities in your life. What do you feel is one amazing possibility that you've discovered in your life on this journey as a singer and songwriter? Hmm.
1: I think when I discovered Uh, active collaboration is such an amazing possibility that seems endless I mean that is endless because I recorded an album but like when I say I it's really a team of very talented individuals of you know a bass player um, a lead guitarist a dobro player a slide guitarist a fiddle player a background singer a mixer and so I just feel like I was in awe of them and when people can come together and be artistic together and also they, I wrote a song and so they were like contributing to a song. There is no I want to be heard the most sort of thing and that kind of collaboration is just so... I hadn't experienced it before in music in that way and so it, it's just incredible to me what you know music production can be. So that was something that I... I'm really grateful for and Mike Lapinto who rep- produced my album. I mean, I just he's family to me. He's and he and his wife and his son they're my family. And I'm just it feels so right in your heart when you're making when you're work collaborating with people you love and you know trust. And then it's just like wow, this is the best day ever, and we're just having so much fun. It's not like I was scared because I was self-conscious at some points but but the whole day was fun you know and so if it ever wasn't fun I feel like you're kind of missing the point of it can be fun but also like if it didn't feel meaningful or something then I don't know what the point would be
0: yeah that's really important if it's if you're not in a space of joy and having it be me- meaningful then what is the point right We're all here on this planet to create in some way or another. It's like we're creating this awareness in this space. So there's a part two of this question. What do you feel is one amazing possibility that you feel you haven't yet discovered or that it's in your awareness, (laughs) but it hasn't shown up yet? And this is with music, right? Yes.
1: Okay. I know exactly <laughs> which which one. So I have some festivals I'm playing at coming up. And um, one is later this month, Stagecoach. And I'm very excited for it. But I think I'm such a newbie to playing live. And I feel like I have these jitters and nerves that come on that I've tried to like, think away. So I feel like there's the possibility of that becoming easier and better. And I'm excited for that. And I feel like it just takes the, the try, just keep trying and doing the thing, and then it'll get better. And so I'm excited for that to get a little easier because I, I still do get a little shaky <laughs> before I go up. Oh, I love that.
0: Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about creating amazing possibilities? And it doesn't have to be through music, but it could definitely be through music or something you maybe discovered about yourself on this journey. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I guess I would say that there's all, there's this really amazing movie I love. And so I'm probably going to semi-quote it. It's a independent film about a Texas singer called Blaze Foley. But I really love this one quote and I try to think about it whenever I'm getting too self-conscious or worked up about something. And what they say is like, Whenever you're trying something and putting your whole heart into something, you're trying to remind someone in the room that you're really there and you're really breathing. Like our lungs are filling up with air. We're here. It's incredible. It's incredible. All these things are happening. And so the melodramas we make up are just just made up. And so, you know, you can just either, you know, do the thing and put yourself out there and be brave in some way. Or you can kind of sleep with those dreams more. Both are okay, but I think it's worth trying. It's, always, it's really incredible to try because there's so many amazing possibilities <laughs> that can happen. And I really feel that way. Like, I'd, I would never expect that I'd be able to play at these festivals. And I'm going to. And it's so, I just couldn't have dreamed of that.
0: So <laughs> I'm excited about that. That's amazing. Yeah, I like to say, just do the damn thing. Do it and do it messy and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, color outside the lines for sure. Like you said, you're never going to know unless you try it out and maybe it doesn't work out. But then you found that it didn't really work out and then you're trying something else. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciate how you're going out and trying new things and, and you're doing it scared, but you're doing it anyway. That's exactly right. I am really appreciative of you for coming on this sh- podcast today, not really even knowing what I was going to ask you. but it's been- <laughs> And I feel the same way about you. It's so nice
1: to be asked these questions. It's so good to reflect in that way and be able to share
0: it. I will definitely put in the show notes how people can connect with you and um, links to your album. You have it on Spotify. Is that right?
1: Yes. It's on. It's supposed to be on every streaming service. Okay. So I don't have it. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> connect with you otherwise online? Um, I'm on Instagram. It's my name's Zara Alexandra, but it's at Bizarre, So B-I-Z-Z-Z-A-R-A. Three Z's. You'll probably see some ranchy photos. Yeah. You,
0: you're living on a ranch in Colorado right now. Is that right?
1: That's right. Right. And I love it. <laughs> and we just had the first three calves drop this season.
0: Pretty exciting. How exciting. <laughs> Spring calving. Mm-hmm. Lots of lambs. But Oh, lambs. Yes. So I have a couple rapid fire questions for you. Okay. This okay. is what I like to do. The fun part of the podcast. Your favorite hot beverage? Oh gosh, coffee, black coffee. (laughs) Favorite place to go and write songs?
1: Oh, this spot at home that just overlooks our little valley. It's kind of, anyway, it's very specific in my mind, but it's very homey.
0: (laughs) Book you're reading right now or a favorite book of yours?
1: Oh man, I have so many favorite books. So I'll just stick with what I'm reading right now. I'm reading the yellow house and it's about a family in new orleans and um kind of a memoir through katrina hurricane katrina and i'm reading another book called buzz and it's i'm learning a lot it's really fun it's about when animals break the law Uh, that's like the tagline but it's really about how like humans and animals like our nature interactions our natural interactions and so like when animals eat trash, like, what does that mean for their habitat and for their biology? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting.
0: And yeah. what's bringing you the most joy in your life right now?
1: Oh, man. Well, my sister just moved to Colorado for a little while before she goes back to school again for, like, a master's. She is working on a bison ranch. and she's She's coming by today. And she is the little out of my life. So having her around has been really great. <laughs> is she your younger sister? She's my younger sister. Yeah, she's just, we're our best friends. So it's oh. like really nice to have her close by. So and...
0: I don't have any sisters, but I know how special that connection is. Any very last words of wisdom for those listening today? I guess I would just say just
1: go do whatever your heart little whisper is telling you to go do because i
0: almost didn't but i'm so glad i did <laughs> so
1: it's worth it
0: well thank you so much sarah for joining me on the show today and i've really enjoyed our conversation me too thank you so much for having me it's a really special podcast if you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. You can also rate or review the show. And if you want to stay connected, head on over to my website, IamCarmenshields.com or over on Instagram at Amazing Possibility.